I'm Marianne Kolbesek McGee, Managing Editor of Healthcare Info Security. Today I'm speaking with Leon Rodriguez, Director of the Office for Civil Rights of the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Leon will be discussing some of the regulatory issues regarding privacy and security that healthcare entities will need to prepare for in 2013. Hi, Leon. Hi, how are you today? Good. First, let's talk a little bit about OCR's pilot program for HIPAA audits as a wrap-up in 2012. When will the final report on those audits be done and ready, and what have you learned so far? Well, so I think we're in a position already to talk about some of the things that we've learned so far. And, and so, for example, one area where we found deficiencies among a wide variety of entities is in the area of risk analysis, which is really one of the most fundamental privacy and security uh, elements is to conduct a thorough and complete risk analysis and then to take action based on the findings of that risk analysis. So so we're already in a position to start talking about some of those findings. Uh, We're now going to go into our evaluation contract over the next few months, evaluating both our findings and what that says about our program, but then also evaluating the audit itself to determine what our permanent audit program uh, is going to need to look like. When do you expect you'll begin the next phase of audits? So at this point, my, my best guess is it'll probably be uh, sometime either in the latter part of 2013, once we conclude the audit. Uh, a lot of that's going to be dependent on what our, our resources look like, but certainly by 2014, we're going to be back in the business again. Now, you've talked a bit about enforcement over the last couple of days and how that's ramping up, but also in terms of the monetary uh, sort of enforcement. Do you see that there'll be more large penalties or more uh, numbers of uh, breaches and uh, penalties that entities will get for noncompliance? Yeah, no, I think for sure, and and I I can say it from a few different perspectives. I think what we're learning from audit from what learning from the audit from the monetary settlement cases we have done is there's plenty of non-compliance out there uh, plenty of room for improvement so from that perspective alone I expect that we're going to continue to see monetary settlements for a long time to come the other thing is I know we have an inventory cases that we're already doing that are sort of you know moving moving through the investigative and findings process uh, and that will result in settlement. So the answer is absolutely yes. I think we're going to be seeing more of those monetary settlements. The next uh, thing I wanted to talk a little bit about was uh, some of the pending uh, regulatory uh, things that are coming. The HIPAA omnibus package, a final rule hasn't come out yet. Any guesses on when that might happen and what the delay's been? Well, it's as is public information, it's, it's with the Office of Management and Budget. I think we sent it over in uh, about March. We're certainly hopeful that we're going to be in a position to, to have it issued soon. How about the accounting of disclosures rule? Is that a separate uh, final rule that's coming, and when would that be? Uh, yes, that will be a separate rule. We're still at a point where we're analyzing a fairly large volume of comments that we got for that for that piece of, of high tech. So that's uh, that's work that's still ahead for us. What are the privacy and security regulations should healthcare entities be preparing for in 2013? Well, you know, as, I, as I've said in, in in several other venues, I think the the main thing that they need to be preparing for is understanding that what what HIPAA gives you is a common sense process 
uh, for how to protect the privacy and security of, of patient information. So it, you know, sort of from soup to nuts, from birth to death, it gives you a bunch of things to do to conduct a risk analysis, train your employees, have disciplinary policies, uh, have technological safeguards such as automatic uh, log ops, to have contingency plans. And so, the, you know, one thing we're going to keep emphasizing, it's, it's that menu of common sense steps, not a particular technological solution that are the things that we're going to be looking for as an enforcement matter. Besides risk assessments and risk analysis, what else are health entities weak at uh, based on the audits and the breach investigations that you've done so far? We see examples of audit entities that either have outdated policies and procedures or no policies and procedures at all. We see entities that don't have uh, appropriate contingency plans in place. And, you know, we talk about reportable breaches, but really any kind of breach should be a signal to an entity to, to look at its operations and understand what, what vulnerabilities led to that breach. We're finding that that's not always happening. That sort of self-analysis is not always happening the way it should. If you had one or two tips to give health entities for 2013 for them to improve their HIPAA compliance, what would those tips be? I think one of, one of the key things is that HIPAA compliance needs to be owned by the entire organization. So it needs to be owned by the leadership of the organization. They need to empower their CIOs, empower their compliance officers. Uh, but at the same time, they need to make sure that those messages percolate down to all the staff that touches protected health information. Because at the end of the day, a lot of these cases turn on some kind of human frailty. People losing things, information getting stolen, uh, information getting misused for either fraud or to embarrass somebody else. And so you really got to focus on your people and policies related to your people. Of covered entities, who seems to have the most problems? Is it the larger entities that have a lot of people where you kind of lose control of what people are doing, or is it the smaller entities that don't have the resources to devote to this sort of effort? Yes. I think that, honestly, we're finding problems across all kinds of entities and all sizes of entities. Um, I think we do detect a, a certainly at least an educational challenge for smaller providers who I, I think there's still a lot of work to be done uh, in that area. But honestly, I think we find issues across all provider types and across all provider sizes. Any tips on how entities can improve their HIPAA training of their employees and staff? I think the main thing is to just keep doing it. I mean, you know, one is to focus obviously on, on the quality of the training and that, that it'd be thorough and completed and that if you're using a vendor, it'd be a good vendor. But the other thing is where, where a lot of entities seem to fall down is they'll do it one day and then they'll stop. So new employees coming through the door don't get the training. The training isn't updated on an ongoing basis. That's more the kind of failings that we see. Now, also looking ahead to regulations that will likely happen in 2013, any advice that you have for business associates that deal with covered entities? Yes, get ready. That's the basic advice. They will become subject to the high-tech uh, requirements within 180 days of the issuance of the rule. Uh, they're already subject to it as a matter of their business associate agreements anyway. Uh, so the best advice I can give them is to get ready right now. Thanks, Leon. I'm Marianne Kolbasek-McGee for Healthcare Info Security. Thanks for listening.